Thanks for sticking with us on The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. Last April, we brought you the story about a subdivision in New Orleans' Desire neighborhood, Gordon Plaza. We are being told, you know, we're living on top of a toxic waste landfill, and we weren't aware of this when we purchased our homes. We are the second highest cancer-causing neighborhood in the state of Louisiana. The residents told us their stories about living in homes that the city of New Orleans built on top of a toxic landfill. They've been in a decades-long fight to get the city to move them to safer homes. And we wanted to bring you an update. This fight started nearly three decades ago, but the story goes back even further than that. In the late 1970s, the city of New Orleans, with federal funding, chose to develop an affordable housing community on top of land that was once called the Agriculture Street Landfill, which operated for nearly 50 years. My name is Jesse Perkins. I moved in Gordon Plaza, bought the house for me and my mother back in 1988. My name is Marilyn Amar. I've lived in Gordon Plaza 31 years. And when I bought this property, I was not told that it was on a toxic landfill. These primarily Black families were unaware that they were being exposed to debris and toxins from the landfill that had leached into the soil over decades. After pressure from environmentalists and residents, the Environmental Protection Agency tested the land. They found more than 140 toxins and hazardous materials, more than 40 of which are known to cause cancer. And in 1994, the EPA declared the area a Superfund, or hazardous waste site. We lived blocks away from the community in a desire project, okay, which was established back in 1955. So it was an opportunity to get my mom out of the project and into what I thought was a healthy home. This was our American dream, you know, but for all of us, it turned into a nightmare. After finding out, you know, that we were that we purchased home on top of a toxic landfill consisting of 149 contaminants. It was sobering, very disappointing, left people with a lot of anxiety, trying to figure out where do we go from here. There are 67 properties in the subdivision, with 54 families still living there. And since the 1990s, these residents have been fighting to be heard by the city of New Orleans and have been pushing for the city to pay for the relocation. Last June, they finally moved one step closer. The New Orleans City Council set aside $35 million in bond proceeds to buy properties from residents and help them move to new homes. And the city eventually plans to demolish the existing homes and develop part of the area into a solar farm. But we're still a little ways off from a complete resolution. See, the city has never done anything like this before. And since last June, some members of the city council have had nearly two dozen Gordon Plaza task force meetings to negotiate details of this process with residents. The city of New Orleans have made us fight every inch of the way, every step of the way for basic human rights, for our humanity, for our right to be liberated from toxic soil. So here we are today, actually having made a lot, a lot of progress. I would say, have we been successful? I would not call it success until everybody have checks in their hand and are able to move on to those healthy homes of our choice that we speak about. So here today, I'm still committed to the fight. 
And because it's taxpayer money, there's been a lot of bureaucratic red tape that residents have had to patiently cut through. In the fall, the city hired an appraiser to evaluate how much each property was worth. When residents found numerous issues with the first appraiser, they hired another one. Finally, in April, every resident received their appraisals and an offer letter, which means residents can start closing on their homes whenever they choose. If the city were to buy all these properties, it would cost about $21 million. So that leaves money left over in the Gordon Plaza Fund. And residents are arguing that there are costs involved with moving from one property and buying another one. Here's Marilyn telling us how she feels about her offer letter. I'm feeling good about it. I'm not overexcited, but I can move on. I'm saying that we should be able to use the whole $35 million to relocate all of the residents of Gordon Plaza. But of course, there are roadblocks. But I can say for Maryland that I can move on. I can move on to a healthy home of my choice. Now, it may cost me more, but at least I can get out of this situation. Now, residents have asked the city to provide an additional $25,000 per homeowner for relocation expenses to help with the cost of moving and packing, cleaning and replacing potentially toxic furniture, and preparing their new homes for move-in. And while the city says they'll pay for a moving company, city officials also say there are legal barriers to providing upfront cash to residents. Okay, we're aware that there are laws that, you know, they can't, when you're working with public funds, you know, you have to be very careful. We get that. But also what we say is find laws that actually could accommodate us, okay, and stop just using laws as hurdles and barriers and excuses. So until we get the complete package, and that's the relocation cost, the moving expenses, and the, um, and the rental systems, you know, and that's what's going to be the determining factor for everybody and how they move. There are also ongoing negotiations for rental assistance for tenants who live in these homes. And the city is still working on how to provide a down payment for residents before they close on their existing homes. Without some of this information, residents say it's hard to even start looking for a new place to live. We don't even know if we're going to be able to afford New Orleans at the rate that it's going right now with the way home prices has gone up astronomically. So I would love to be able to answer you and tell you, yes, I'm going to stay in New Orleans, but I don't know that. Would I like to stay in New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans is near and dear to my heart. This was our born and raised. Everything I love is here. My family, my friends, my, my, my kids, my grandbabies. Uh, it's like, I just can't imagine leaving New Orleans, but if I have to leave New Orleans, then so be it. That's what it has to be. I have to move on and go with the flow and, you know, and just go with the change, you know, and I have to be accept that, you know, at some point, you know, but it's gonna be difficult. Yes, it is gonna be difficult because I've been here all my life. And for Marilyn and a lot of other residents, they're just not really sure what they're going to do next. I'm thinking of either moving to maybe another suburbs of New Orleans, maybe, or if I find a healthy home in New Orleans. But right now, I'm still in the process of finding a healthy home. So I'm not sure where I'm going to go but I'm still looking. And while many of these issues are still being figured out, there are residents making a move. Last week, 
three Gordon Plaza properties began the closing process. One is a vacant lot, one is a vacant home, and one has a tenant. Marilyn and Jesse hope it's just going to be a matter of weeks for them. Thank you to Jesse Perkins and Marilyn Amar for sharing their stories and updating us on Gordon Plaza. We've also reached out to the city of New Orleans for comment, but we haven't heard back yet. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924, we've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.